Hello, this is Donna Reish of Character Inc. Publishing Company and Raising Kids with Character Parenting Seminar. Today, on this Wondering Wednesday podcast episode, I bring you a special guest, my husband, Ray Reish. And he is going to be talking to husbands today about making consistent connections with their wives. Specifically, how a husband can consistently connect with his wife in such a way that she feels secure knowing that he wants the best for the family, and also how to bring about improvements in the home, making changes that will have a huge impact on your home over the long run. We first discovered one of these connections, specifically the husband-wife meeting, 30 years ago when our mentor went to Ray and suggested that he could meet my needs if he would meet with me every week and ask me what needs improved in the home. That is, what needs do we have? What needs do I have? And how can we make our home better, our marriage better, our family better? Anyway, at the time, he told Ray, you meet with Donna every week and you ask her those questions. And each week, she'll give you the greatest need in her life. And you guys can work together to solve that. And you do this week after week after week, and eventually you will come to Donna and ask those questions, and she will say to you, I don't need anything, honey. What do you need? And it has been over 30 years, and I've never said that yet. So anyway, without further ado, I bring you Ray Reish. It's an honor to speak to you today. I'm going to jump right into some general basic things about you being uh, a husband in the position that you have as a husband, and then end with three specific things that you can do to help your wife feel that security and, and to be better as a husband. First thing, God has given you the title of head or leader of your home. Because you're the husband, you are the leader. You need to be the one that initiates change. You need to be the one that will listen to those people that are around you and guide and direct the family. He's given you a helpmate to help you carry out that task. And those that are very very successful leaders will listen to their helpmates significantly to, to know how to lead. And when I say leader, I'm not talking about leader as you're the king and you sit in the chair and everybody bows to you. The picture I have of the leader is more like Christ, who, while he is yet the leader, he's the one that picked up the bowl and the towel and washed everyone's feet. So sometimes you need to be the servant leader, the one that's serving all those around you, your wife, your family, and Sometimes I like to say, you know, you as the leader, you need to be the janitor sometimes. The second key thing is you as a husband are told in 1 Peter to dwell with your wife according to knowledge. Very, very difficult verse in the Bible. But the question is, how do we know our wives? And the only way that you can do that is by asking questions and spending time with them. So you need to ask a lot of questions and then listen to the answers. Remember that God's given you two ears and one mouth, so you need to listen more than you talk to be a very good leader. 
Next thing is you are the one that has to lead and initiate the change. Again, your wife can help you do that. And a lot of things she can carry out totally, but it's with your blessing. It is with your uh, discussion up front and your involvement up front so that you can be as one. Next major area is security in your wife really comes from knowing that you, as the leader, are close to God. They do, people do not want to follow someone who doesn't know where they're going. And so they're going to look at you and say, are you hearing from God? If you're hearing from God and they can see that, then they're going to want to follow if they look and you're not listening to God at all, they're not going to want to follow that example. So their security comes from your closeness to God will determine how secure your wife feels. And the, the last major area that they're going to look at in general is this. Are you willing to sacrifice or to give up your own hobbies time, interest, pursuits for your family, for your wife, or for your children. See, how much do you really love your family? They will see that by how much you give to them and willing to give your life to them. It's interesting that, that God told husbands to love their wives like they love their own bodies because guys don't do that regularly. They're too focused upon themselves. And God says, hey, lay down your life for your family. And when you see that, again, that will make them feel secure. So you are the leader, but you're the servant leader. You have to... Um, Dwell with your wife according to knowledge, so you need to ask questions. You need to initiate and lead the change, but you have a help mate that can help do that for you and with you. Your wife's security comes from knowing how close you are to God. And the last one, how willing are you to show love by sacrificing things, your own interest for those of your family? Now, three real specific things that you can do to help your wife feel secure. The first one is a husband and wife meeting. And basically, this meeting is, is a scheduled meeting. Uh, we have done it weekly for years. And the purpose of it was to sit down and to discuss problems. You cannot work on all the problems. So you've, you need to basically ask your wife... Okay, list, tell me one or two major issues that we have right now in our family that you think we need to work on. And then just listen to what she says. Once you guys agree upon, yeah, those are issues and you want to work on those. And again, it's not you're do, not doing just what your wife says, but she sees things that you don't. You want to hear her input you may have input of something that needs to be worked on, but you're going to agree upon one, at most two things that needs to be done. 
And now what you're going to do is you're going to come up with some kind of detailed step-by-step -step objective thing that you're going to do to try to fix it. Let me give you an example. Let's say one of the thing is we need to help Johnny learn to read. If you leave it there, you will never accomplish that. You need to get specific like, okay, we were going to sit down and read with him six different times this week. And I'm going to do it, the husband is going to do it two times, and my wife is going to do it four times. And then at your next meeting, you're going to say, did we sit down and read six times with our son? If you get specific in this objective, then you'll have a more chance of meeting the objective and solving the problem. Another example, you don't want to say, we want to have more devotional time. That may be the first issue that comes out, but you say, okay, now how do we do it? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do devotional time after we sit down at the meal, and we're going to do it at least five times next week. So a week later, you're going to sit down and say, did we do devotions five, at least five times this week after our meal? And if things came in the way and you didn't get it done, then you're going, to, you're going to say, okay, now what are we going to do the next week to do it? But the key here is if you make it an objective, then you can have a better chance of actually getting that done. Again, I hope you see here... The more, if you had, if you're working on ten different things, you're not going to get them done. If you're working on one or two, you have a high probability of being successful. That's husband and wife meetings. There's other parts of that meeting, but th that's the one we want to focus on today. Um, the second major area is daily connect times. This has taken various forms for Donna and I, but specifically, it is this: is when I am been gone away from work, I am coming home, I need to spend some time with my wife first and then spend time with the rest of the family or the rest of the activities. So how can we spend that time first with my wife to just connect? Three ways we've done it. One, we used to call it couch time. First thing that I would do is go to the couch, she would go to the couch, kids would go do something else, and we would sit there, and it may be just for five minutes, and she would have it my undivided attention, and she could talk to me, and we could kind of plan what we needed to do. If she had an issue, she could be sharing that with me, but she knew that she would have my undivided attention when I first got home. We did it on the couch. It later became called talks, talk and walk. So as soon as I would come home, we would go take a short walk. While we were walking, she had my undivided attention to talk. And then what, what would be, then we come back, and then we would have the rest of the evening as a family. And the third way, and this is the way we're doing it more now, because I have a commute when I travel, so we're doing it via phone. So on the way home, I pick up the phone and call her. And then we talk on the phone and she has my undivided attention before I walk into the house. Each one of these are doing the same thing. It is making your wife feel that she is first 
She is important, and she always knows that she's going to have a time where she's going to have your undivided attention. So we call those daily connect times. The third area you've probably heard many times about is just going on dates. You need to spend time dating your spouse even after you've been married for a long time. It doesn't need to be a lot of money, especially when you're younger and with kids or because time or money commitments, you can't spend a lot of money. So you have dates at home. And believe it or not, we still have lots of dates at home. But but what it is, is at some point in time during the week, we would suggest you do this weekly, you're going to spend time just with your wife, and it's the two of you, and it's no, it's not five minutes. It may be time to sit down and watch a movie. It may be just sit down and have a cup of coffee and talk or go on a long walk and, and just look at flowers and look at nature. It's sometime where you two just get a look, get away so you can enjoy one another. Again, it is not the connect time. The connect time is more for what's going on immediately that day. It's not the husband and wife meeting where you're talking about issues and problems. This is the time where you're getting away just to enjoy one another. So how do you feel? You help your wife feel secure and help solve problems? Three specific ways we're just giving you to do. Husband and wife meetings, daily connect times, and dates. Thank you.